trigger warning, this episode contains mentions of eating disorders. Hey friends, this is Minor Issues and I'm Lily Halloran. Beauty standards, the unspoken ideals that define what it is to be attractive, rule everything these days, which is extremely problematic because they're toxic. They promote diet culture, cause people to feel low self-esteem, encourage Eurocentrism, and leave POC people and diverse body types underrepresented in the media. To add to this, younger generations are acutely affected by beauty standards. According to the National Association of Anorexia Nervosa and Associated Disorders, in a recent study, 91% of women in college admitted to dieting in order to control their weight so that they could live up to these beauty standards. This week, Lanou joins me to break all of this down. She talks about why we have beauty standards, how to get rid of them, and gives advice for those who are struggling with their body image. Thanks for tuning in. Prejudice. The healthcare debate. Police brutality. Pollution. Mass incarceration. This is Minor Issues. My name is Lanou. I'm a senior now. My pronouns are she, her, and currently I'm 16 years old. I'm Nigerian, Canadian, and Irish, and uh, I believe creative expression is so important. So I creatively express myself through dance. Um, I love hip hop because I feel like I can move more freely in it. And I also am very interested in fashion. It's something I've loved like my whole life. And I truly believe there's no such thing as a bad outfit. Like you don't know what vision that person had if they were putting it together. So I feel every outfit is a good outfit because we're all different. We all have different mindsets. So yeah, that's just a little bit about me. That's really cool. Okay, so first off, what is your definition of beauty standards? We all know, like we've heard of the term, but like a more defined definition of it, I would say is their essential variables are in one's impression of what it means to like be attractive. And, you know, it's based on like feminine or male beauty ideals present in a given culture. And it's a standard that people feel the need to meet in order to like embody an ideal beauty. They differ throughout the world, but like, I'm going to talk more about like European standards in the Western society. Um, you need to be skinny, but like have curves in the right places, wear makeup, work out, eat healthy high cheekbones, you know, stay fit. For males, you have to have muscles, abs, broad shoulders. And these are like all qualities that are seen as more attractive in current Western society. And, you know, it's very different depending on where you are. In some cultures, you're more beautiful like you have bigger curves, but they're a huge part of society anywhere you are around the world. Why do you think we have beauty standards and why are they so important to people? beauty standards they're a way to divide us I don't know why our society just believes in like always finding ways to divide people but I feel like it's another way to divide people you know if you don't fit into this criteria then you're not beautiful and then you're constantly working to achieve this unrealistic standard of beauty which is what I feel like they're important to people because people feel like they'll be looked at more or people perceive them differently or they'll get more recognition if they meet the standard of beauty so I think that's why they're important to people because they're so evident in our society that people feel the need to meet them That's a good point. Well, how are they toxic? What about beauty standards is dangerous? They are so toxic in ways people don't even realize. The thing with beauty standards is like you have to constantly keep up with them. They're never ending. It's always changing. Um, So if you're constantly trying to keep up with them rather than just doing what you want, then you're going to lose yourself in the process. Everyone in some way, even if it's not consciously, you're doing things that like are appealing to the beauty standards, you begin to take on practices and routines that are unhealthy for your body. People feel like they're not doing enough, like you need to eat less, work out more, eat healthier. And um, you begin to develop mental health issues because you're so focused on reaching this unrealistic standard that you're not taking care of yourself or you're not really thinking. 
is this what I want to look like? Is this what I want to be? You're just constantly thinking, okay, this is what society is telling me to be. So of course I have to be it, you know, and people develop eating disorders, low self-esteem. When we live our lives for the sole purpose of appealing to beauty standards, it can cause us to become very unhappy. And, you know, the media is a huge factor in this. It broadcasts a perception of what is attractive. So we constantly feel we need to keep up with them. So I think it's a huge factor in mental health, which is very important. Like if you're doing things for others and not yourself, it's really going to affect you in ways you don't even realize. So they are extremely toxic. Right. What effect does this toxic beauty standard have on teenagers specifically? Personally, I remember when I was like 13, I'd go on Instagram and look at girls who were like 20 years old. I'm like, why don't I look like that? Well, first of all, I'm a 13-year-old girl. Of course, I'm not going to look like a 20-year-old woman when I'm literally a young teenage girl who's still developing and learning things. So when young kids, like when they compare themselves to images in the media, it can increase their chance of mental health issues from such a young age. And, you know, the media does a poor job of defining what a normal girl looks like. Like, you don't see people with acne or like, you know, those things are like are normal in everyday lives, but it's not represented in the media. And we don't talk about those things. We should be very mindful about that and, you know, show images that are more normal. So girls start wearing makeup in middle school, which is a pretty young age. Like I remember when I was like in grade seven, people had already started wearing makeup and I felt, oh my gosh, do I need to be wearing makeup too? And I was like, well, if I don't wear makeup, I'm not going to be looked at. I'm not going to like be pretty. Makeup, in my opinion, it's meant to enunciate your beauty, but it's not supposed to cover and mask your beauty. Make sure if you're doing something, it's because you want to do it rather than, you know, you're appealing to something that isn't you. I completely agree. After this quick break, Lanou shares more insight about beauty standards. Stay with us. So what is the relationship between beauty standards and race, if that question makes sense? I was very excited to talk about this topic because I think it's so important. Your skin color is very important. Um, So it's interesting because you could be POC and meet all the criteria to be an ideal standard of beauty, but the fact that you're POC, you're not always going to have those advantages. The media has such a lack of diversity in all its platforms. It becomes very unhealthy for young girls that are different ethnicities because they don't have that representation in the media. Lighter complexions at the end of the day are seen as more acceptable in society, and you're going to get more privileges if you have a lighter skin tone. It's just the fact. Like, And in a lot of these ads that are being advertised on the models, like you see that they have lighter skin tones people of color, how are we supposed to feel like if we're not being even represented at all? Like they're not even a part of this equation. They're being left out. They have no representation. So it's very hard when we don't have that representation in the media. And I know there are a lot of companies who are trying to change this, but we still have a lot of work to do and we need to work harder to represent all skin types, everything. Yeah, I think everything is so whitewashed. And the problem is more companies are starting to represent POC people, but it feels a lot of the time like it's more of a tokenism thing. They're not actually doing it. They're trying to seem like they actually care about these issues. It should be normal. Like, why is that even a question to represent all skin types? It shouldn't even be a question. Are there any movements right now that are working to take down these beauty standards and fight for body positivity? I know a lot of brands are working harder to be more inclusive, but there still needs to be more work. It shouldn't be a question, you know, to have different colors and different body types in your brand. I I saw this online that um, Alicia Keys, she started a no makeup movement because she wanted to, you know, embrace her insecurity and show people that it's okay to not wear makeup. If you don't want to, you don't have to wear makeup. You don't have to appeal to society's beauty standards. It's okay. Do what you want. Like you shouldn't live for other people, live for yourself. So That was a movement that I really, really loved, the no makeup movement. So how can young people, teenagers, Generation Z, how can we all work together and promote body positivity? 
we are the next generation. So we have to be very mindful that we need to talk about this more. We have so much work to do. Make sure these brands are inclusive. Make sure we talk about these issues. A lot of brands don't talk about important issues. And I think if they did that, people would feel more connected to their brands. You know, I really like it when like a brand that I love talks about issues that are relating to like different ethnicities or races or like important world issues that really do matter because it does help your company and um, it does show that you care. All body types should be included. There's no such thing as a bad body or an ugly body because like everybody is beautiful and that's what body positivity is. Brands need to work on, you know, creating bigger sizes because I know a lot of brands are working just creating smaller sizes of clothes. So I think brands need to be working, be more inclusive in every aspect, ranging from bodies to skin colors. What advice would you give to someone who feels like they aren't measuring up to beauty standards and they're struggling with their mental health because of that? I would say embrace who you are. If you're following people who make you feel bad about yourself, then unfollow them. I think it's important to surround yourself with people who like you for you and not what you look like because looks really aren't everything work on building like great morals and great values rather than focusing on you know society's beauty standards because it, at the end of the day it doesn't matter at the end of the day um something that i think is very important is your knowledge if the world was blind who would you impress think about that question like would your character be enough to inflict change just do things because you want to do them don't live for others live for yourself everyone's beautiful in every single way we all have different things to offer we all look different and I think that's what's so special that like no two people are the same embrace who you are you have different things to offer and they have different things to offer like we're all different and we should embrace those differences rather than using them as like something to bring us down we should use it to lift ourselves up Thank you to Lanu for talking with me this week, and thank you for tuning in to this episode of Minor Issues. If you would like to support this podcast and learn more about the world at the same time, you can listen to all of our other episodes anywhere you get your podcast. We are looking for new guests to be on the podcast too. If you're interested in talking about an issue that matters to you, fill out the form, which has been linked in this episode's description, to learn more. I'm your editor and host, Lily Halloran. Eunice Beckeroff produced this episode. Our graphic designer is Jim. And of course, a big thank you to the ambassadors and freelancers on our team who are always working to improve the show. Stay tuned for our next episode coming in two weeks on July 28th. We'll be discussing America's growing divide between political parties. If you want to learn more about minor issues, you can visit linktr.ee slash minor issues podcast, also linked in this episode's description. Have a great day.